Hi, everyone. Welcome back to God's Word with Friends, a podcast from Gospel Center Missionary Church in South Bend, Indiana. Thanks for joining us today. My name is John Renas, and with me today, as normal, is Pastor Ben and Tara and Missy and Pastor Jim. And of course, we are glad to have you. If you're on the go, thanks for listening. If you happen to have a minute to sit, you may want to open your Bible or Bible app to today's passage, which is Hebrews chapter 11, verses 39 to 40. That's Hebrews chapter 11, verses 39 to 40. And before we read, let's pray together. Missy, would you open us in prayer? Yes. Dear Lord, we thank you for this opportunity we have to meet together, to look at your word and what you want us to learn from it. We pray that you will help us to um, absorb what it is you want us to learn and also to pass on to others. We thank you again for this opportunity. In thy name we pray. Amen. Amen. Hebrews chapter 11, beginning in verse 39. These were all commended for their faith, yet none of them received what had been promised. God had planned something better for us, so that only together with us would they be made perfect. Today, we want you to understand that God doesn't need you to be flawless. He wants you to be faithful. God doesn't need you to be flawless. He wants you to be faithful. And to get us talking, our question is this. What is something that you wish you could have done differently? What is something that you wish you could have done differently? Well, yeah, so yesterday, okay. my grandson and I built a fountain uh, <laughs> for our pond. And uh, I, as I was putting it together, I thought, I should probably glue these PVC pipes together. I should probably glue them together. But you know, I think just the pressure of me pushing those things in will probably hold just fine. And because of that, one of the fountain heads blew off landed out in the pond and I had to go wading into a gunky, nasty, disgusting pond in order to retrieve that part that had been rocketed out there because they had not glued the pieces in in place. Hmm. I, uh, Facebook became popular when I was in middle school and uh, I got one right when I was old enough, when I was 13. And now Facebook has this thing where it gives you memories, and so it tells you what you did on this day, uh, you know, 13 years ago or whatever. And uh, I regret a lot of choices from that <laughs> stage of life. A lot of fashion statements, ways uh, I did my hair, uh, using a lot of slang. Yeah, I, I regret a lot of things. <laughs> I wish I could do some things from high school differently. Um, looking at like when I went through high school like I had a great high school don't get me wrong like I had a great experience Um, I wasn't in the popular kids crowd but we were kind of our own separate group that we didn't really care and so like we never got into big trouble but we were we were good doing what we were doing our group and I played football did you know just had a great time in high school when I look back on it, I'm like, okay, I played football, and now my back hurts every night when I sleep in the place that I injured it in football. And I'm like, um, boy, I wish I would have sang in the choir more, because now I sing for my job, and that would be really helpful right now if I had more trained. Like, you know, there's things that I look back and say, man, I, I wish I hadn't emphasized certain things so much during that time. When I was growing up, my brother would help my mom in the kitchen and I'd say I'll be the cleanup crew and so my brother is now like a great chef 
and I am not a great cook. <laughs> we don't even use the word chef, but I'm still a great cleanup crew. <laughs> <laughs> I know when, when we ask this question, what's something that you wish you could have done differently? I can think of a lot of stories mm -hmm. of things I wish I had done differently. But even just on, usually by Sunday afternoon, I'm thinking this question after I'm done <laughs> preaching of what I wish I had done differently or, or said. Um, yeah, so many high school stories come to mind. Just, and I don't, I don't know even know how to share a story because they're so long to take. Um, I wish that I had not dropped a car into reverse at sixty-five miles an hour. <laughs> not many can say they've done that. Right? No, nope. yeah, wouldn't admit they <laughs> yep, yep, that was a mistake. My parents will remember that one with fondness, but um, yeah. So I guess uh, that's just one of one of. Uh, it's a long story, but why that happened. But yep. So a lot of things we wish we could do differently. Well, our point today is this: God doesn't need you to be flawless. He wants you to be faithful. And Ben, you actually came up with that point. Mm -hmm. um, why? Why is that in light of this passage? Well, full disclosure to all of our lovely podcasters. We actually hit Hebrews 11 back on May 21st. And we were speaking about, you know, what does faith look like? And we're going to take it a step further today, not just to say what does faith look like, but God actually values our faith above our flawlessness. And the reason I like this, and I think it's worth rehashing a little bit, is if you go through Hebrews chapter 11 and you can pick almost any of the people on the list that it mentions, you will find people who are uh, sometimes walking contradictions. <laughs> um, they are people who have full of faith, but they are also full of flaws. Um, people who are, we would consider to be great heroes, heroes, heroes of our faith, and yet they were still broken people too. And so I think it's not just important to realize what faith looks like in, 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 in our lives, but that there were people who were very broken people who were still very faithful people. And so I, all of my colleagues around the table are I'm searching the verse passages right now, I think, except for Tara, who has Facebook open. No, just kidding, Tara. Um, <laughs> um, but as you read these people, everybody from... Abraham to Moses to Noah to Abe. I mean, think of those people in those stories and think about how they were faithful, but they were not always flawless. And that's what I want to emphasize today. And look at how the world would look at these people as that we see in the previous paragraph. Uh, if they look at them, they would be doing the Fortnite loser dance. Mm -hmm. You know, because look at them. These were complete losers. They, um, they got stoned. They got uh, sawed in two. They were put to death by the sword. They were poor, you know, destitute, persecuted, mistreated. They had no place to go and, and nobody to protect them. And so the world would look at them and say, they were just completely wasted. They, they were a waste of time and energy. But that's not what the last two verses say. I like to pick one of the examples out of this passage that seemed to be, seems to be the most... I don't know if it's ironic or contradictory or just really makes you scratch your head, but think of Samson. Like, talk about a bull in a china shop. Talk about someone who lived on impulse. 
Talk about someone who made a lot of mistakes. And yet, here in Hebrews chapter 11, he is among the hall of faithful. Um, the hall of faith is what I call it. But even Samson, with all of his imperfections and flaws, he was still faithful at the end. Mm-hmm. And, and that gives me hope in life because it makes me realize that God's not done with me when I'm flawed or when I'm broken. That he's still working on me. And if he can get Samson there, I think he can get me there too. I often think, you know, Jim, you read these verses because it highlights what the world often thinks of mm-hmm. people. But I think that's even a challenge to us in church because I think we put people on pedestals given their charisma, their personality, and, mm-hmm. you know, they get to be a deacon in the church or the great Sunday school teacher because they have, an, you know, just a, a, an amazing ability to teach. Um, or they're wonderful musicians and they get to be up front and play or they're You vocalist. gestured at me. Are you calling me a wonderful musician? Yeah. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. But Not I, true. Com- comparatively. But <laughs> comparatively. To, compared to all the other guitar players in the church. Or um, the people around this table. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to step on your point there. No, no, no. I just, I, it, those are all things, they're gifts God gives us, and they're definitely worth uh, celebrating and recognizing in people's lives. But I think one that's that's hard to celebrate and to sometimes recognize is the gift of faith. Mm-hmm. That some people really have um, a depth of faith. And there are, God values that. Absolutely. He values people who walk by faith. And I don't, I don't know that we always even have the same value system God does, even inside the church. And faith is what, well, as Hebrews says, the ancients were commended for, mm-hmm. um, even though flawlessness was definitely uh, not one of their character traits in the Old Testament. But, well, I think of, you know, like, I love picking out some of the people that were, that are the contradictors, like Gideon, like, you hear the first part of Gideon's story, and he's like, man, he, his faith was kind of weak. You know, fleece out, wet, fleece in, dry, fleece out. Like, and, and then he goes through this amazing story of, like, beating all the people with just a few men. And it's like, yes, this triumphant story. And then he ends up setting up an altar that's a stumbling block to Israel in generations. <laughs> so it's like, it's like, even Gideon, like, even though he had his, like, hurrah-rah moment where he did what God, like, he still made some bonehead moves. And I resemble that comment quite often. (laughs) Well, I think, too, of Rahab. I mean, who would think a prostitute would be listed in with this group of faithful people? Mm -hmm. But she welcomed the spies, and and her life and her families was saved because of her faithfulness. Well, today, as you are listening, we want to encourage you, Be faithful, and God doesn't need you to be flawless. He wants you to be faithful, and faithfulness ultimately honors the Lord. So thanks for listening today. Be blessed and be faithful.